Hello, everyone. <laughs> Come on, energy. Oh my god, I really tried to get that out with some energy. It didn't really work. <laughs> like, uh, it's fine. Honestly, it's like the best. <laughs> that was like running to jump and then like tripping right before you jump. Anyways, um, welcome to Film Fatales, the podcast about iconic actresses doing somewhat iconic roles sometimes they're a little Not somewhat iconic <laughs> sometimes they're a little questionable like sorry like look at icu i how can we even say that intro after we did that film how can we say you... the intro ever again i mean it's iconic it's it's cam i guess it's iconic for all the wrong reasons yeah that's, that, that's camp that's camp for you today is our third margot robbie episode and we are doing the film, the 2020 film, Birds of Prey, which the full title, do you know the full title? The Emancipation of uh, of um, <laughs> Harley Quinn and, I don't know, and Alyssa Edwards. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's Birds of Prey. Part <laughs> 2, the, the remix. Birds, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley <laughs> Quinn. Girl, please. Who the fuck thought of that? It's the you, real question. Did they put that in the poster? They did, probably. In, like, uh, really small font. Yeah, they did. It says it right under Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous <laughs> emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Not even just of Harley Quinn, but of one Harley Quinn. Why is it called emancipation? I feel like that... Because... Kind of like, did you watch the movie? I have, but it's kind of, like, like appropriation for, like, from... Girl, <laughs> please... Goodbye. Girl, please, no, it that only me thinking about it. I know, um, but <laughs> it's just a little cookie for me. I'm just, I'm just. It's definitely being... a, uh, uh, an interesting, a very extra choice. Yes, absolutely. especially with Fantabulous right before. Anyways, this film is about Harley Quinn breaking free from the Joker and finding herself. Who is Harley Quinn? What does she like to do? What does she like to eat? Which is, Who is a she? bacon, egg, and cheese. Have you have um, you ate a bacon, egg, and cheese in in New York? Yeah, this film actually made me really horny for a bacon, egg, and cheese from the bodega that was right next to my hotel because I got one every morning that I was in New York, and it. Really, how were they made? How are they hers made? Is, hers looks better than mine did. Like hers looks like they gave it more love and attention than mine did, but. I don't have a, I couldn't even see the fucking grill from behind the counter. So, but it was absolutely incredible. It tasted incredible. So I think I it's really the, enjoy the that scene. Yeah, I really, no, it's not. I really enjoy the scene where she's lusting over the sandwich. I think that's girl dinner. That's the original girl dinner. What the hell is girl dinner? <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a clip and you insert it the sound effect on it um it's a meme it oh. never reads well when you describe a meme to someone okay well this is a podcast so you this have is to a podcast it. um girl dinner is uh, <laughs> so like you know in north american like snacking is a big culture and people i mean on tiktok girls are kind of like calling snacks and like little mini plate plates of food it's girl dinner so not like oh. a dinner dinner but like Dinner, I hate that. I really Harley hate Quinn's that. like stacked bacon, egg, and cheese is not a mini snack. She's a New Yorker. She's you got to eat like... on the go. All the... 
my bodega my bodega i was only in new york for five days but it's my bodega um had all you know business people in there little business women on the go getting their bacon egg and cheese walking to work with their little briefcase i was like this is fabulous this is new um, york city i i mean if only i'm if only i have enough shame to eat on the road i think i mean people back in hong kong eat on the road all the time like handheld food i mean it's just a thing so I love handheld um, food. When yeah. I used to commute to the UBC, I would always have my handheld breakfast <laughs> delight. Because you're I communicating miss, um, to the world that you're busy. You're a busy woman. I'm on the go. I can't stop to eat. Please. I, I have places to be, people to fire. Um <laughs> this film starts <laughs> this film starts four years after the events of Suicide Squad. Like I said, this is the second time we see Marco Robbie play this character. Yeah. Um Suicide Squad, I haven't seen the new one, but the first one to me was an, a flop. Uh, have you seen it? I've seen it, unfortunately. Yeah, I wish I could unsee it. Um, that's all I had to say about Suicide Squad. <laughs> it wasn't good. I don't like it. And so this film starts basically with Joker breaking up with Harley Quinn. So. Right. It's about her kind of like wizard... Wizard of Oz thing, the, her way of like finding a an entourage of heroes, anti-heroes, and outcasts in Gotham City, um, as they kind of find themselves like wrapped into this, like, um, what do you call it? Like, hunt on right. biggest diamond that there is in the in the city, um, and how they kind of like individually kind of have their own agendas and working together as a group, um. And trying to save their asses. I was before. trying because, like, Margot Robbie's stepping into the roles of like a very beloved, well-known um, comic book character, right? So mm -hmm. I was trying to look up who has played Harley Quinn in the past. Like, there must have mm -hmm. been some iconic, like, because obviously when you think of Catwoman, you think of like, you know, everyone wants to talk about Zoe Kravitz this last time, but really, uh, the like, most iconic Catwoman in my mind. Wait, who is yours going to be? <laughs> um, I think we're thinking about different people. Who's yours gonna be? Mine starts with the A. It's Anne Hathaway. Girl, please. The best girl, Catwoman, please. The best Catwoman <laughs> is Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. That is like that's oh, like yeah that that is right. That's which I let me be clear. I love Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. I actually don't think it gets as much attention as it deserves. I think Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is actually, eh, it's a little vanilla, but it's actually quite fun. I think, yeah, it's like the right, I feel like Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is like right there. It's not quite as like uh, sexual as Michelle Pfeiffer's though, but Michelle Pfeiffer is like, in my mind, like that's who I think of when I think of Catwoman. Anyways, not the point. Um, the only person who's played Harley Quinn based on my research is Mia Sarah. I don't know who that is. She's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but she played Harley Quinn in a in a 2002 TV show called Birds of Prey. Um, it didn't go very well. It only had one season. <laughs> so when was this? When was the year? 2002. Okay. So, huh. yeah. The TV series, I, I can't imagine what the, like, the first thing that comes into mind is like the costuming. I feel like that's something has been hard to read on screen. Um, I don't know. I have to look it up then. Yeah, so 
while Harley Quinn like is a very like quintessential character in the Batman universe and the uh, DC universe, um, I only really knew about Harley Quinn like extensively through playing like the um, the Batman Gotham games on my fucking PlayStation because Harley Quinn was like in there and she, yeah. I thought she was so sickening. I fucking love her. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Marco Robbie's like the first in my mind sorry mia sarah is like the first real like full embodiment of this beloved comic book character so that's like a big feat i just want to say that's like a big thing and like legacy to kind of come into Mm -hmm. especially because comic book fans are fucking nuts like they're kind of yes insane so if you do a bad job it's hard to please the fandom i think having to like pleasing pleasing people um immediate like example would be the recent um the mermaid by uh, one of the bailey's sisters i think that sparked a lot of like conflict like, con- like controversy about casting and like competing yeah, to certain, more about like, like you know race relations like imagine if they cast um harley queen of a different race perhaps like how would that read right i feel like a lot of these like industries and big intellectual properties like they have market like concerns about casting um and i think margot continuing continuing our last like episodes about margot i think she's like the perfect casting for this um i haven't looked like because halle berry played catwoman in a notoriously horrible film um i didn't look if there were any like you know, and Zoe Kravitz isn't white. Like, I don't look if there's any backlash about that, but right. But, but I, I think mean, maybe in, not because there had been a Catwoman. Like, maybe like it's also so like there's so much costuming and like mask, like hiding some of like that. You know, um, you know, facial recognizability, you know, ability. So to speak. I don't know. People, um, you know, right wing losers will find any reason to complain about anything. So. Um, but I feel like Margot Robbie kind of sits right there. Like she kind of has a lot of like she's right there. She's like taking control over this like crazy role. I think it kind of continues like her acting range, like of like this angriness, this anger, and also this like cynicism about um some of the characters that she's been portraying so far. Um, um she also, if you didn't know, she because after playing this role in Suicide Squad, she's the one who pitched this movie, basically. pitched She wanted a Harley Quinn girl gang movie, is the quote that I have here, which I hate. But she pitched, she pitched a Harley Quinn girl gang movie, and thus right. the reproduction began on this film. So, again, she's very involved. She's in a producer, I'm films. telling you. She is a producer. She's a producer in this, yeah. Um. What do you think about, I mean, the plot itself. Let's talk about the movie a little bit more. Like, what do you think about the plot? I mean, it's kind of following, like I said, the Wizard of Oz structure where, you know, like there's like this main plot line of like danger coming or like an objective. And then she manages to find like different people on the way. I think right. that felt a little bit linear, but I think um, through, you know, memory flashback, like I think that's like an interesting way of, adding some quirk to it um yeah again like those like voiceover commentaries it's like happening again in 
um, right. the two films that we've been, we've we've reviewed so far. The um the plot is a little bit like basic. It's like your basic I don't know, superhero, even though Harley Quinn's not a hero. It's like your basic plot. Yeah. She's assembling this team to defeat this bad guy. <laughs> like she has her first encounter with the bad guy. You know what I mean? I yeah. think what makes this because I do like this movie, and I think this movie has a worse reputation than it deserves. Um like amongst fans of these types of films, this is usually regarded fairly lowly. It's had some very scathing critical reviews, and I don't fully agree. I don't think it's like anything incredible. Like it it but what are those reviews saying? Oh, I don't remember. I had one. The worst you talking one I about, read like, was like um... what the worst one I read was uh Birds of Prey is more than horrible it should not exist money should never have been raised for it the screenplay shouldn't have never been filmed margot robbie should not have produced it and she certainly should not have starred in it damn i'm like okay someone not, needs to it's not that deep direct their own movie it's not that deep mike <laughs> what is this no, sentiment mike. coming from i don't know i don't know i think it's just a it, i think it was a fun movie i'm not you know, I don't think this movie is like maybe it sounds like Marco Robbie was trying to make like a girl gang feminist like like <laughs> Which is Barbie like, too, really. A girl I, know, gang I was about movie. to say. Like so like okay, sure. I didn't really like get so much of that energy or care about that energy per se, but I just thought it was a fun movie. And honestly, yeah, yeah. Harley Quinn as a character is kind of like a mashup between like Tanya Harding and Barbie. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, exactly. She's like Barbie with an edge. Like, Barbie with a weapon that she's going to bash into Nancy Kerrigan or whatever her competitor. Like, yeah. you can almost see the three films kind of existing in the same Margot Robbie universe. Um, which is like, I think it's so. It's so. I mean, it's a fun watch. I, I'm. 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 I agree. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Um, it's. It's definitely. I think the the reason why people have like negative reviews is like people don't feel the need to watch it. I think that's just crock of shit because there's definitely a market for that. There's a market for like splitting characters into their own franchises and like, and actually having giving them room to develop like their characters further it's like a huge fuck you to like this fandom that is so male dominated um right which i find it like it's it's a win for everybody like i didn't even think about that how the comic book fandom is so male dominated and maybe a lot of the bad reviews just come from the fact that it is right like a they have, like, fully female group i'm gonna try avoid saying avoiding saying girl gang as much as i can but it's a fully female <laughs> Yeah. group of people <laughs> no birds of prey it's like an actual comic series that is like parallel to um to a lot of the dc uh stuff um but i think this film specifically chose that title to like kind of mimic that or as a way to like reference it but not being so fully loyal to that franchise from what i understood um, so maybe fans are like feeling that type of way, like in terms of like authenticity, if, if it's actual, if it's actually 
like a copy and paste kind of movie, but it's totally not, right? Um, so I feel like that that like that movie market, I feel like that captures right in the middle in terms of drawing some of the the male fans of like the fanatics of the the comic world and um, driving like a more family um, the doesn't know a lot about the comic world, but um, just wanted to have a good time to to watch those movies. Um, I think that kind of like that speaks about like I mean looking at to the um, the budget and like the um, the the boss office is kind of pretty indicative of that too. It did well. It did really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um I also think this movie's a little bit special because I think it really like Harley Quinn has always been seen as just kind of abs- like insane, which she is, and she's like Joker's shadow and um she truly is just in an abusive relationship <laughs> with the Joker. Like she just is. And I feel like this film kind of deals with that a little bit and kind of humanizes harley quinn more than we've seen and maybe some people don't appreciate that but personally i do like when she's driving that truck to cause that explosion or whatever um and she's having all those flashbacks like a little corny but they're like nice moments i enjoyed it there's like emotion in this in this movie it's not just action like there's real emotions being explored but i feel like the scenes are being like really fastly paced i think right first of all there's actually no need for any kind of emotional exploration about this movie um for like i mean i think the emotional lead was uh rosie perez like the agent um i don't remember even remember her name but um like i I don't expect any kind of emotional exploration about the movie Um, why i do because i i mean we already know what's going on we we already know like superhero movies like have this linear plot about themselves just like yeah but that's so like prevail that's so narrow-minded like you can have a superhero movie with a linear plot and you can still really explore a lot of real emotion like black panther wakanda forever had a linear plot we knew where it was going we knew where it was going to end up but that doesn't mean that it doesn't deal with like real feelings of grief if there's grief in this movie i would watch the fuck out of it but i think harley quinn character doesn't really allow that um and like having like a more diverse cast of quote-unquote girl gang i feel like that thins out the the play of it Um, right yeah, I, I I mean Harley Quinn is like, you know, living in between the the, the like the spaces, so there isn't a lot of like room for there's emotional not time. Display. She's not. But there's definitely a lot of like campiness. Like I'm thinking about the, the Marilyn Monroe scene. I think that's like a huge highlight of that movie, right? Um, and like in terms of like choreography, in terms of like giving spasticism of you know. Um, like quirkiness and like um like range and like drama i think that's something that i think she's able to kind of achieve in this film um are there any like highlights from the film that you remember um no (laughs) i think that you love this movie i don't love this movie i don't but i do like this movie um i think the directing is pretty 
solid. I think that they create a world that um, just captures the essence of who Harley Quinn is, like kind of chaotic and colorful. And the fast pacing, I think, makes sense because of who Harley Quinn is, is as a character. Like if she does feel emotions, like in the example I gave, they're quickly any emotion that's like any sort of sadness or grief is quickly replaced by like anger and revenge, which really drives Harley Quinn most of the time as a character. So I think that the kind of chaotic, fast paced nature of the movie works and Mm. it's a colorful world, which I think is fun. It is a colorful world. Yeah, absolutely. I think Um, there's solid fight scenes. I think the dialogue is fine. Um, And I think Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn well. I think she's a great Harley Quinn. She's Absolutely. like she's like naive but not clueless. Like Harley Quinn's not dumb, but she's yeah. like she's ditzy but not dumb. She's naive but not clueless. Like it's this really interesting <laughs> characterization. She has, she has this like blonde girl girliness about her, but then she's actually she's able to turn those like fierceness on really easily. I think that's kind of like her niche from what I'm seeing so far. Like she's able to like switch between. Um, like Margot Robbie, you mean? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, of course she's, she has really good looks, but then she has like this fierceness about her. I think she's able to like re- really seamlessly turn it on. Um, but, like and fit in into like whatever character that she kind of embodies. Right. Um, I think that's kind of like how I would describe her as a, an actress, maybe. Um, yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I think again, we're seeing Margot Robbie play like a very like sassy role. Like all of her roles so far are like packed with this kind of attitude. Right. Which maybe <laughs> is a little bit watching all of these in short succession is maybe a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. Um, People seem to really like the the third installment of this movie. Of Suicide um, Squad? Yeah. She's able to like even take the movie center stage a little bit more even. Um, I don't know and, anything about it. I think I gave um, up on it. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Just put it in your list, but don't put it first is what I'm trying to say. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they, I mean, superhero movies are like kind of one point to add to this, I, th- I think superhero movies, they tend to do a quick scan of the plot and kind of pique audience interest into these different new characters and potentially setting up again for uh, a sequel. Um, and it always felt to me like I'm just watching a really long trailer. Like a two yeah, hour long trailer. You're a fucking superhero movie like hater like you're like i love super movies no, like you i don't i really do i mean i i first started i mean we can talk about like how we started like for me that was x-men like i grew up just like pretending i have superpowers looking into the um, the metro signal board thinking i was like using my mind to cause them to blink but they're just blinking <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was me like um jean gray was my Oh my god, I love Jean Grey. Uh, my um, not Jean gay Grey? awakening, but like gay nerd awakening, maybe. Who I don't played know. Jean Grey in those OG X Men movies. Um, I forgot. It's not um, not Jennifer Connelly, but someone like she. I don't think she acts anymore, but she was so great. Yeah. 
Um, so that was kind of like my introduction to superhero movie. But then I think after Marvel did all of these, you know, MCU stuff, I think people were getting more fatigued of, of it. Um, right. I think having movies like this directed by move by 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 female director produced partially by like, um, like female actors um, definitely puts a more unique take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really is like it, it adds a lot of like emotional depth and also like quirkiness. Um, have you seen Eternals? Yeah. Um, I feel like Eternals like it's like such a poetic take on um on a superhero movie. Um, which I think also explains the box office bomb. Um, because like a lot of like mainstream audience don't really know how to take it or read it, so to speak. Jeff, you sound so elitist. I'm not. I swear, I'm not. I just like rain. I just like different stuff. Yeah, Eternals is such a poetic film that I think that most people just aren't able to understand it. Yeah, that's yeah. what you said. <laughs> it's it really is. It's such like a like a. It's like it's really Chinese take on it because it's it's directed by a Chinese director, who also directed um. Uh, Francis, Francis, um, she, like, um, what's that film that, that's about like, um, the the woman worked in like an Amazon factory. Do you uh, know which no one? Nomadland. 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 It's the same director. Yeah, Chloe. Wait, Chloe Zhao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think that's like such a distinction. Um, distinguishing from you know a lot of the uh, different. DC and MCU films. Um, yeah, I like this movie. Don't get me wrong. I like this movie. Um, Margot Robbie also read, I think, a lot of comics when preparing for the role. She said that she feels like Harley Quinn is a gift because she could react in any way to any situation, which she said as an actor is a gift. Um, yeah, I think Margot Robbie is like a fantastic harley quinn and we're gonna see we are going to get to see another live action harley quinn because lady gaga is playing her next year or is does that come out this year <laughs> what is it called joie de vie or something um no it's, it's coming next year what is it called again folie <laughs> adieu oh no she's going full-on method <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what pro- to expect we, from that film, but we should do like a Lady Gaga special. We'll 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 probably do like uh revisit some of this. Um, we could do a Lady um, Gaga month. We could easy. totally do it. Does she even have four films? Um, she has. The Star Is Born. Yeah, she does. She has a Star Is Born, House of Gucci, and Joker too. But not House of Gucci. Come on. Before, that, <laughs> before that, not really. She just has like her cameo in Machete Kills. <laughs> that is a sickening role. Did you see it? No, I never saw it. She's sickening. We could oh. do like the Marry the Night short film. I love that girl. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. Um, you can also do the five five foot two, which I actually watched. Oh my god, we could do five foot two. That's a great idea. Write it down. Okay, I, I'm actually not gonna write it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
she was 28 when she when she um wait 2020 this became a 2020 so mm-hmm. she was 30 years old when she did this okay i feel like that is like the perfect age range to do it um like having the physicality of it like you know having to do all these stunts and um being in shape and also just having this little bit older take on what people assume to be like a young young character i think that's much more grounding um yeah uh yeah i don't honestly have much more to say about this film what did you letterbox it i gave this a three and a half i also gave it a three and a half oh look at us um yeah i think um like superhero films are always a little too hard to 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 see. Um, it's me. I know I'm being I'm being snobbish. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't fault myself for it, but no, uh, yeah, I fault you. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Um, like looking back to to Margot Robbie's like career again, like would. Do you see herself like doing more of these roles in the future or? I don't um... know. I think that's a conversation after we talk about Barbie and like as yeah. we end our Margot Robbie month, because I don't want to say much about how I feel about Barbie, but I think it's a little bit of a different role than what we've seen so far. I think it's kind of like the same role. Okay. Well, you're like... wrong and I'm right. And we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> I-, I can only see her like kind of like stepping into her you know center stage of american like acting well she's in center stage she's been in center stage i mean like she's once not you're like new. once you're in you know like the dc big franchise like it's almost making the claim of this like like side guys of you know i'm being in the center you know um i'm not saying a lot i know um I think this is like the actress that we'll probably be growing up with, um, along with a lot of like different up and coming actresses. Like when you think about actresses like you're growing up with, who do you think about? Oh my god, that's actually a good question. I think uh yeah, Margot Robbie's a good example. I think of I would have said Jennifer Lawrence, but that seemed to like fall off. Um Saoirse Ronan. Mm-hmm. Um, who else really? I feel like Amy Adams is like right behind. No, too old. Um, okay, (laughs) you're being ages now. I'm just saying, like, I know she's a step been established. What about Rachel Zeldger? Zeldger, Rachel Ziegler, Ziegler, sorry, Ziegler. I don't know how to say it. Um, uh, maybe, but she hasn't done enough for me to tell. That's true. Her little West Side Story gig, that's not enough. <laughs> um, she's also in the upcoming. I know, I haven't seen it. Doesn't Hunger count. Games. Doesn't Hunger count. Games movie. Um, what else? Who are the actresses? Leave us in the comments below or let us know. Um, there's probably a bunch we're skipping. There's a ton we're skipping. Yeah. Oh, Florence, Florence, um, Florence Pugh. Right. I think she's my actress that in my generation. 
Um, Not us only naming white women. <laughs> hmm. Stephanie Shu, uh, a lot more stuff coming up probably. Um, there's a lot more. We're gonna have to think about this and come back. Or to or or is acting not no longer a thing anymore? As acting we're getting is a replaced thing. by. Let's not get replaced so by AI. Meta. <laughs> the actors are being replaced by AI nowadays. Um, so actors on strike. Oh my I god! I know they're they're acting on strike. So we stand um, with them. Us and our five listeners stand with you. Uh, God. I feel like in 20 years, if we look back into Margot Robbie's career, I can't imagine what that trajectory would look like. Um, yeah. Oh, I know who. Who, 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 um, That's her name? Issa Rae. Just because Barbie made me think oh. about her. <laughs> Issa Rae. Yeah, she's one of those, like, TV2 really big screen. Yeah. Coming into it, I feel. Yes. Yes. Anyways. That's our episode. I'm, I'm always the one who's calling it. <laughs> Someone I'm, needs to do it. But I'm calling it. Um, okay, what? next week we are discussing, you probably already know, we've already mentioned it, Barbie, the 2023 film Barbie, which sounds like we might have some differing opinions on. So Probably. I have a lot of thoughts. Maybe too many thoughts about it. I watched it literally today. Um, you always have too many thoughts. It was it. It got really dark. Um, hey, but we'll save, save it. We'll, we'll save the conversation next week. We hope you join in next week as well. As we follow us, it. follow us at Film um, Fatales Pod on Instagram and leave us a review. And goodbye, Barbie. Bye, Ken. You can lick my ass, Diane. She can do a triple. The word Barbie means something else in Australia. Did you brief Greta about What does it mean here? Like a barbecue. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, we've lost her.